Hey everyone, if you like the content that you're hearing, uh, please support the show. Uh, we have subscriptions up right now for a monthly dollar a month or up to whatever donation you feel uh, comfortable with. And also, you can hit my link R, which is in uh, the description of the show, uh, to send me donations for Venmo and Cash App. And all this goes into bringing in better quality and also better content. So thank you. Have a good day. So much work from start to finish to, to understanding the business side, to understanding the music, to understanding yourself as an artist, to understand what you want to do, to understand how to get to people, to get gigs, to, to make money in different ways. But what is passive income? Now I've got to study business to mixing and mastering. What sounds good? What doesn't sound good? These are things that you should know, at least on a base level. So you can say this is quality. Blank period, yeah. I'm a black, brown, and indigenous. Gotta holla if you really feeling this. Gotta holla if you really real enough. Other rappers is delirious. Yeah, it's really that serious. Better holla if you really feeling me. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in the end. Yeah, we gonna live in abundance. I gotta keep it a hundred. If you don't like it, then fuck it. Ay. We gonna win in Listen to victims, whether Jewish or Muslim or Christian. It doesn't matter your religion. You gotta stand against the system, or else you're just another villain. How you just sitting there chilling? Good afternoon, everybody out there um, on the West Coast, East Coast, everywhere, Midwest, all over the fucking place. Uh, Spotify world, Anchor world, YouTube world. Everyone out there, um, I'm so excited to have this guest on. Uh, he had some computer issues, but he got together, and this dude music is fire. And he also has a uh, uh, another rapper with him as well too. That's also with the label that they uh, have together. The name of the label is Underrated Label Recording. I'm sorry, Underrated Label. <laughs> I was about to read the whole bottom. <laughs> but how's it going, Black? How's it going, Well? <laughs> My name is Woo. What's good? Woo, woo. Yeah. Yeah, I be butchering that. Woo. Yeah, I don't know how. <laughs> Where you guys from? From Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas, Dallas, Texas. Texas? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I got some people down there. Oh, Dallas, Texas is, is uh, I mean, there's a lot of great music out of Texas right now. A lot of great music. I had, I interviewed the uh, a few Texas uh, artists. Uh, one of my favorites, Moody Banks. I don't know if you guys know her. Uh, she's from Austin, Texas. Uh, she's like a soul artist slash R and B artist. Okay. Beautiful voice. Um, one 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 great one thing that uh, draw me to your music that I really did like. Um, I'm a wrestling fan as well too, Black. And <laughs> I was like, oh shit, you got wrestling samples in this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Great flows and great samples. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So how you guys started? Like, how did you and Wu get together? 
uh we met in college and um he was um it was his freshman year and i was returning back i think it was my it was in between my sophomore sophomore of my junior year and basically he was roommates with one of my friends that uh we know mutually and we all just knew mutual we knew mutual people at that time and mm. we kind of uh like we was just always hanging out so me and Wu, we uh we basically just bonded over that and the first time we met him you know he kind of heard me rap and he was like hey bro you you cold so you know it was just like that 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 just bridged the gap over to where he always knew I could rap and he was doing he he was like a drummer like he he's always got a, he got a music background so we're yeah we kind of just we talked about it bonded over that and then over time it got to the point where I got him in the studio with me and and I started with getting him to like do some of my hooks because he can sing too and it's like. Um, he just was doing some hooks, some hooks, and then next thing you know, it's like good a verse. And then next thing you know, Wu got his first album, My Name Wu out. <laughs> it just grew naturally. Okay, hear you what you say. Yeah. Sorry about that. Uh what year are we talking? What year was this? What year was that, Wu? Um, what year and which one? We met. The whole thing was we met in 2016. 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, word, yeah. word. That was the first time I ever met, bro. Mm-hmm. And so you're you're like a music prodigy, woo. Like you you know drums and stuff like that. Um, I grew. That's the only that's the only instrument I know how to play. But mm-hmm. I play the drums. I've been playing the drums um, as long as I can remember. So word. I know I'm always been around gospel. Um, mm. I was in the church just always playing the drums and holding notes for my mom. She was singing. Um, we had a, a gospel band. It was called Charity. I was mm. always, I was the youngest, so they wouldn't allow me to. I had to get better. I had to get a little older to, you know, play for the group. But I was right. you know, the regular drummer, so I was just waiting my turn for real. Word, so word. I got my chance, I showed up. But, yeah, that's where I come from. That's fire. Church church artists, artists, artists and musicians. Church artists and musicians are one of the greatest of all time. Yeah, the greatest, um, really. Once they leave and genre bend, they just bring a whole different type of scale to any genre. Um, the endurance. Mm-hmm. Um, the endurance is key, too, because you need that, especially if you're playing live and mm-hmm. maybe you're a swing band, maybe you're a jam band, or uh, like to pull out nuance on the cover. Uh, whichever mm-hmm. way you have that endurance, you can just play forever. Like I, I envy my little brother. He he can play drums and he learned in the church. I learned mm-hmm. hand percussion drums outside the church. So there's so much more for me to learn. But that kid is a beast. I saw a few, mm-hmm. few clips of it. He's only 22 something years old. I, it's a shame I don't know the accuracy of my brother's age. I forget sometimes. But everybody does. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> Like Jay, how old are you again? <laughs> but yeah, I, uh, that's freaking dope, man. Did you start writing beats or? Uh... Uh, I haven't started. I have. I really want to get into uh, producing soon, mm-hmm. but no, nah, I'm just writing music, perfecting my craft as it as an artist right now. Mm. Um, yeah, so writing, freestyling, um, the different the different sounds I can make my voice do, you know, stuff like that. 
Word. But then when I get that down pack, I'll branch out and go back to, you know, creative bag, thinking on beats and instruments and stuff like that. I'm already ready to incorporate some and some songs. But, if, you know, time will tell. Time is going to do it. It's one of the or just respecting, respecting the journey for me right now. How's the scene down there for y'all? Um, it's so much untapped potential. We have everything at our hands, at our leisure. Uh, we just got to go out there and go get it, honestly, and then might make the right connections. We already have some. We already have some solid connections. We just gonna have to um, make the right connection. As in, we got some that they like. So boom, they're gonna we're gonna be able to use we're gonna be able to use their platform because you know what I'm saying so right. like that they found the music we found a way to get everybody to hear it so word 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 I definitely want to listen to your to, to your project um because I love Black's uh project that was uh what is what is what was I was listening to I, uh, I noticed you dropped a lot too. Which is great. Yeah. Um, you got B B W O Volume Two, Black at the Beach. Uh, I listened to that, and uh, like like I said, I, I freaking love it. Um, twenty, it's only twenty four minutes of your time, people that are listening, and it's it starts off with a, a intro called Savage, uh, which is amazing. I love that track. Your beat selection is incredible as well, too. Um, I was I, w- I was taken back with your beat selection because it, it it definitely showed a different type of like what kind of artist you kind of be you know what I mean? Right. Um, some people just like you know take anything and be like oh I just got the flow so I'm right. gonna, but you actually like curating with like the bars and curating with a nasty ass beat. You <laughs> said that's some my focus on. I really like like that's important to me is choosing that beat because. Like the beat, like one thing I know is people listen to beats a lot more nowadays. And but I also know people also like artists tend to use kind of the same type of beats. So like my thing is if it's if it's off the wall and it sounds good to me, like where it'll catch one off guard, then that's the type of beat that I want to use. Something right. that's not normally used. And Savage Intro, when I heard it, I kind of knew. It was one of those beats that everyone would like. Like it, it bring it draws you in, honestly. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorite songs too. So and so, how do you guys feel? Because uh, one thing you mentioned about, um, which was great, is how uh, uh, like Brianna Taylor's killers are not given are not put to justice at all right now. Um, what do you think that there's any changes or hope? Um, she hasn't has gotten justice yet, but you you've seen a lot of other um, unarmed black people that have been either murdered or assaulted by the police that they're slowly getting some victories. Do you think that this is changing, or do you think that we're still having a status quo of the way things go? I personally believe they're giving you what you want to see in a sense because of the 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 the, the show of outrage from. Um, people with the other convictions that didn't happen, like right. people are mad about that. So then they're like, "Well, we got to give them something just to get them off our back," you know. And then right. you got with the times that's coming up, it's election time for a lot of people, you know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's like 
look at it like that. They kind of just, you know, giving you something so you can, you know, oh, maybe there is hope. Nah, it's not hope until everybody get that right situation. Right. We forgot the other dude. I forgot his name. He going around on the tour after he yeah. killed somebody. Yeah, Rittenhouse. Yeah, house. He been going on tour. <laughs> like he, like he, like he dropped that album. Like he dropped <laughs> Yeah, like he been he doing really the number one album, bro. Interviews and, and chilling, like you know, it's just, it's just like uh, I'm gonna just be honest, like and neither one of us could have did that and be had that kind of treatment, you know. So it's like, no, I'm not gonna until like until it's really a hundred percent fair. No, I don't think it's gonna change until and I, like they gonna give us these small victories though. Like they'll give us. The one or two, but yeah, the major so they ones, win the war. The major ones are not. Mm. No. Yeah. Mm. What, what you, yeah, I agree. I agree so much. What about you, Will? Woo. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> but no, nah, I piggyback on him, man. It's all really smoky mirrors, bro. They got, they already got the, the country how they want it, just yeah. by. You know, having just a way, just just mentally or psychologically, just having to like um, give up your time to to live at a minimum. You right. only people be able to live how they want to live is how, if they get out the matrix. Mm. Um, so, with that being said, why why wouldn't they have everything else wrapped up? You know, like like they they had you know, beat a lot of people with the Bible in their hands. So it's all psychologically, it's all mentally messed up, as you could say. Like, but yeah, I don't think too much gonna change. You just gotta keep living. Unless there's gonna be another MLK or somewhere coming around right here with Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that's something that um this this uh what was the name? I was on this podcast called T Corner and this, he was like, he's like a CEO of like a poetry type of a uh, business that's going on. And he was saying, and he was just, he was saying that like, basically what you guys are saying, you know what I mean? Um, Emma, everybody that I talk to about this subject, um, even, even black, black, white, whatever, um, they all have the same type of like, um, understanding that, oh, they're just doing something now because the pressure applied. But that's just one case compared to all the other cases. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean it's deep. It's really deep, and and we just gotta keep talking about it within our music. We gotta keep bringing it up, reminding them that we're not forgetting. Like you guys give us this, but Brianna Taylor literally, she was what a paramedic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Her husband, her husband or boyfriend shot back in self defense, and then they tried to arrest him, then they let him go because it was self defense. Like why no one is being prosecuted for that yeah. at all? Like it's crazy. Uh, but moving forward, um, <clears throat> another another uh, another joint I really loved was scholarship. I love the beat. I love I love the hook. <laughs> Appreciate. Yeah, what inspired you to make this project? It's a fire project. I love how it's twenty four minutes. Like it's well, like yo, get out your day. You could just bump it on repeat. <laughs> the crazy part about the project is. Volume one inspired me to make volume two. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know if you heard volume one yet. You probably love that one a little bit more because a lot yeah, of people check it said, out. a lot of people felt like that was their favorite one, you know. Mm-hmm. So with volume one setting the tone for like that was the one that got me a lot of looks, and people were like then tapping in because volume one dropped. And they were like saying kind of the same thing you saying about this one. It was like the B selection, the wrestling mm-hmm. things. It's short and to the point. And it was like, well, volume two, I know I want to keep that same short and to the point. Like get straight to it. This is what we doing. And right. then and I, but I also I dove a little deeper into my personal life on that one mm-hmm. than I did the first one. It was just because I had a lot going on. Like 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 I said, Savage Intro. Um, Lost my granddad uh, last year. Sorry for your loss. But appreciate it. Um, and he was like, like, like basically, like, like my father. I was raised by my grandparents, so he's like my father. And I basically, I didn't want to rap no more. I was about done. And then I had the people around me like, woo, woo. Was always one of those people that was like, no, nah, uh, this not what you, you know what I'm saying. So, cause I. I We'll tell you all the time, like, 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 we're my best friend, man. So, like, Word. if something happened, I kind of get in one of these funks, and I realize I do. It's like every time, <laughs> he be the one to be like, mm. just like that, like, shake his head. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you good, man. You good. He look at it like I'm just being dramatic. I look at it like, <laughs> like in my eyes, my world upside down, and I'm holding on. <laughs> right. Really. It ain't even that <laughs> And that's you gonna wake of, up tomorrow. You're gonna be like, I'm good. And that's <laughs> what it was like. Soon me and him had that little conversation. Cause I told him I didn't want to rap no more, but like I mm. like COVID came and I had got COVID too around that time. So I got COVID, my grandfather passed, my aunt was in the hospital. So it was like all of this is happening at one time. And then I'm sitting in my room for 14 days, and people don't understand that's really a mental thing. Facts. Like, you're not. You're in one space. It's kind of like being in jail. Like if I went to jail, I'd probably be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. because it's like I can't sit in one space. Like I'm. I'm a person that got to move. Like you're a busybody. I really am. Like like yeah. I can't sit in one spot. So me sitting, it really was a mental thing for me. And I tried to rap. Like most people be like, you should be rapping. You should be writing. I couldn't. I couldn't write because mm. my feelings was. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Like, I lost somebody. Some another one is in the hospital real bad, and then I'm like, I don't even know what's gonna happen to me, and I just didn't have a love for it, and and I for the longest, just hearing them beats, like like I had the album beats for the longest, and I just couldn't write that, and then I did this song for somebody else because they paid me for a feature before I got sick. You know, he was like, he was like, I really need that verse. I need that verse. So I, I did it, and I just talked about everything that I had going on, like everything, and that's that was the verse that brought me back. Besides, besides, we telling me to get up and do it, like that verse did it too. And then that's when I did Savage Intro, and it was just like this album. I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dive a little deeper on my problems, like mm. see black a little bit more. And that's that's that was the main thing. All of that right there, they made BWO volume two. Mm. That's dope. That's dope. Mm. Well, bless you. Mm. Yeah, man. Like I, I totally resonate with what you're saying. Like everything that you guys go through with this as an artist, like I, I feel like almost every artist kind of felt that way, besides 
beside like just with the COVID part, not with the, the losing your grandfather because you know who whoever, whoever had to deal with that, but like just the whole COVID thing, literally just like there's there's bands that are not even gigging anymore, like they're done, yeah, they're over with. Like I'm surprised that my band. I think what saved us is that we dropped a a single that ended up hitting 97 countries during the whole COVID thing. So that right. made us want to stay in. Right. But God, dude, the depression, the 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 anxiety, you know. Yeah. Um, the people, I work at a hospital, so oh, it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> you really know. <laughs> And it's uh, like, like, like me and Wu joke about our time, but like a cough, a sneeze, like I sneeze, I'm like, everybody be like, oh my oh, god, <laughs> exactly. That cough gonna break over whatever's going on in the building. <laughs> like no matter what's going on, a cough can seemingly just make everybody stop and look like. <laughs> you ever saw that Wiz Khalifa video where like Wiz Khalifa was chilling with his boys and they were smoking? And then somebody started coughing. He was laughing, but they kept coughing. He was like, yeah. "Oh, wait, 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 yo, my boy, my man, you gotta leave. You gotta leave." <laughs> right, I remember <laughs> Kicked that. Kicked him one. out. <laughs> and then his boy was there with him. It was like, "Bro, I came with you. What you saying?" <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> but it's serious. We don't know. Like, we got this whole Omicron coming around now, and right. it's the most contagious one, and. And it's the hospital crazy. I work at, we got 500 patients, like, and we got beds, like, in in the hallway. Like, it's bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Connecticut, so, you know, we colder up here. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, like, the fact that you able to kept going, that speaks volumes. You know what I mean? And you dropped a fire-ass project, too, because of it. You know I, I mean? appreciate that. Yeah, and it's it's one of those ones that it was like at first, I guess people didn't I I know I had sent it out to a lot of people like that I trust and like a couple blogs out here, and they were like mm-hmm. they kind of felt like I feel like volume one was better, you know. Like a lot of people say that a lot I got that from a lot of people, but I was explaining once I explained like the mind frame I was in, they came back around and were like uh when you put it like that you know what i'm saying it's like mm-hmm. look at the perspective of the two like the first one i was kind of like it was like summertime like we were good it was it was right before kobe at that point i was in a competitive state like i'm just rapping rapping like right. i'm trying to, i'm trying to you know show my abilities this one was more like bro we've been through a lot man yeah yeah <laughs> no cap like, like we've been through a lot, man, and I'm just telling y'all what I've been up to. You know, what I'm right? <laughs> That's what like, I'm letting y'all know I'm good, but whew. right, in right. battle right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the references that you had throughout, man, with, with, with wrestling again. Like it just set a tone. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that. That's because our the producer that produced BWO Volume Two and Volume One, he did the whole album, uh, Chuck. Chuck G, he's a, he's over the studio that we uh that we recorded at Danger Room Studios. He got me back re- watching wrestling because I right. watched as a kid growing up. Trust me, I did. I think every yeah. kid did at some point. But he was like, "Rap is like wrestling," and when he told me that, I was like, "I get what you're mm. saying." But then I had to actually go back and watch. I'm watching my own 
now I'm watching my own like every day just for the simple fact like go back and look at the old stuff it's like you find promotion scheme marketing all that stuff like all that stuff is in there because that's what they do they promote they you know what I'm right. saying right uh I'm still I, I got game right in my face and I never knew it you know what right. I'm saying Rick Flair is highly respected in the rap community. Like oh, yeah. e- even before when he dropped that drill with Meagles, like everybody always referenced him all the time. Yeah. And The Rock, you see The Rock is rapping now. Oh yeah, I see. Yeah, oh my god. god. <laughs> yeah, that was something right there. <laughs> um, I mean, The Rock can do everything though. The Rock yeah. is The Rock, The Rock can do everything. I tell people like like, you know, he's one of those people that I think we give him a pass, like even if it's not that good, it's like right. No, he just—I respect it though, because he just <laughs> yeah, that's it's right, bro. You feel me? Like, like he does movies, like like yeah, he. Good I feel like, like everybody should be like that. Yeah, yeah like like try some. Like, sleep on himself, so exactly, and that's the thing. <laughs> that's what I was about to say. He pushed those boundaries because, like, look at most like most wrestlers, like you know, what I'm saying? they don't do yeah. that. Most yeah. people stay in their lane, do what they do. And just get money like that. The Rock was able to leave wrestling, do movies, come back to wrestling when he wanted to. Uh, rap now. Look, rap <laughs> got, a, <laughs> got a tequila. Like he just getting money. And he owns a. He, I think he owns XFL. Right he now, he is one of the owners of the XFL too. So it's like you can't do nothing but respect that. Like yeah, that's that's he's like like we say. So when you like, got money, you can do anything. You want. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he rich enough, um, hey, he rich enough to try it, and if he fail, he rich enough to do something else. <laughs> no yeah, doubt. yeah, yeah. That's dope. Who, who do y'all like? So, do you have any wrestlers right now that y'all like in this new era? Like any AEW? I, I was about to say, yeah. Who know? I'll be telling about all the he'll be. <laughs> but yeah, I'll be watching AEW. Like that's my new. That's my. New, I mean, I like WWE, but AEW my new favorite because it reminds me of the old WWE. Yeah. And my, I, I like Kenny Omega. Like he, he was. Oh like, yeah. When I started watching, because see, everybody was putting me on because, like I said, I just started back watching. So when I started watching, I was like, I watched him, and I was like, bro, bro, I like how you wrestling and all that stuff. Like he be talking, you know. But my all-time favorite wrestler just came back. That's him, Punk. Oh, and the only reason I really like CM Punk is because I liked him back in the day when he was on WWE. But it was just yeah. because like he was cool to me. He was he intrigued me. You know what I'm saying? And then he yeah, he can wrestle. So the yeah. new the new CM Punk, you know, he he older, but you know, I'm a fan. But AEW yeah. got my attention right now. Like they are they different. Like it it reminds me, like I said, of that old days I used to watch. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the fans want. You know what I mean? Fuck the kids. I'm yeah, sorry. Basically. This is my show. I can say fuck the kids. <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah, because WWE is so PG now because they want the kids. It's like, I don't want to watch it for the kids. I ain't got no kids. They're being too cheesy. I don't got no kids. When I yeah. go there, I want to get drunk and watch somebody get slammed on their neck. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh my god, damn, messed it back up. Damn, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but nah, that's true. Like, 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 that's really why I like I watch WWE, but it's like it, it'll be it'll be like honestly, Roman Reigns. Like, I like I like what he, they got with him. He the only oh, one that's such cheesy. a douchebag, girl. I love it. And that's why I feel. He the only one that's not cheesy to me. Like, he don't give me no like everybody else just give me it's for the kids' vibes. And it's yeah, like, I don't watch for the kids, it's not 
this my PBS kids. Yeah. <laughs> my, you know what I'm saying? This ain't this ain't Disney Channel, like you know. Right, right. <laughs> it's not Disney Channel. Like you it's see not. on the UFC, people's limbs are literally getting exactly and that's snapped. I'm like, I'm like right. I was up there with them, but and then that's why AEW can win because they got like they going back. Women is bloody, dudes is bloody, like everybody, <laughs> everybody, everybody getting fucked everybody up. Everybody getting hit up with <laughs> crazy stuff. Somebody had a pizza cutter the other day. <laughs> yo, Bro. Was, yo, that was crazy. Yeah, pizza cutter, <laughs> Like I was showing because we don't be watching it like that. I showed him. <laughs> Bro tried to take his scalp off. Yeah, like, I said, oh damn. That was new for me too. Doing this in wrestling. I was like, that was new for me. I was like, I'm messing with it though. <laughs> oh man. What really fucked me up is when I saw Britt Baker, who's the uh, the current world women's yeah. champion, versus Thunder Rosa when she whooped with Thunder Rosa whooped her ass, but they had tacks. Yeah, they, I had saw, yeah, yeah. they was all bleeding. Like she yeah. slammed her on tacks, bro. I'm like, what the fuck? It was, was all on her back and her shoes, bro. Yeah. They can't fake that. Like that, like you know how they say yeah. fake. You can't yeah. fake some of that stuff, bro. You gotta take some of that. That's but imagine getting slammed on like a whole thing of tax. That's gonna hurt. <laughs> I hope hey. tax is sanitized, bro. You gonna get hey, affected. But they some tough women for that because, like, as a man, I wouldn't even want to get slammed on no tax. <laughs> yeah, the, the women's division is just as tough, which is scary. Like, I yeah. saw that polar blood match, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like. She literally got to have CTE after this. There's no yep, fucking bro. way. Like, <laughs> yeah. What they put each other through, and now this new TBS champion, Jay Cardell, oh, she's yeah. like brawlic black woman. And just yeah. She's like the Undertaker in the ring, just killing everybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> not not like, sis not playing no games. Like, when she beat my girl Thunder Rosa, because I love Thunder Rosa, I was like, damn, I got to acknowledge her. Yeah. <laughs> You do. <laughs> yeah, she, I think she's my favorite women's wrestler right now, for sure. Yeah, yeah, she a beast. But I feel um, like she'll beat you up if you don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Just reach out and scream and choke you real right. quick. <laughs> Who does your graphic design, man? Like, uh, this shit is fire. Like, I'm looking at Chit Chat, uh, the man. thumbnail on that, and Shorty, that's down. Man, but that's old, years. boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> years, man. We had <laughs> we had well the dude that did uh chit chat shorty that's down. That's the yeah. same artist. He's a dude from Russia. We found him on Fiverr. But the other ones, all the most recent ones have been done in-house either by me or or Chuck Chuck G. Like, like we try to do everything in-house now because we really tapping into our creative bag of mm-hmm. Of, of figuring it out ourselves, being self-sufficient. Like Wu's album cover was a picture we took outside his house. Like, right. like my first album cover, Minister Society, was a picture Chuck took on his iPhone of me. Like mm-hmm. all, a lot of these things we're doing in-house. Like, like I'm getting better with with with, with just anything on the computer like i know i actually do a lot of this stuff on my phone like like my instagram same same scenario like our pictures are different everything different and that's just because it looks cooler you know like right, right. if it looks appealing to the eye like how do you do this you know what i'm saying or if right you, right 
eyebrow, like, what is this? What am I looking at? Then I feel like you're going to be more, you know, more, like, intrigued to, to look and follow and see what you're looking at. But that was right. definitely one of the things that, that I always wanted. I, I, I like letting other people do it, but when I get the chance to do it or we get to do it together, like, as a team, it's like, oh, shit, we actually made it happen, and it's cool, and it came out dope, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks dope. Like, it catches my attention. Um, yeah. I'm about to talk to my band, like, oh, we gotta get our, <laughs> gotta yeah. get our shit up. <laughs> Everything is <laughs> nice. <laughs> all the covers and all that stuff, like, like I said, it was done by somebody on the team that we just like, we we just like we all discussed the vision. All right, this mm-hmm. one the album to look like. This is what we want to do, and shit, that's how it happened. <laughs> we just made it happen like that. Word, and I found your uh. I found your, your, your shit too, Woo. I'm going to listen to that. I just found it. I'm going to save it right quick. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, that's dope, man. Oh, oh, got Mercedes? Nice. Nice, <laughs> all right. <laughs> do you guys do poetry or are you just strictly strictly uh, uh, hip-hop artists? I started out doing poetry, actually. That's mm-hmm. how it started for me. And it was just because... I was in school one day and somebody said, like, this was like elementary school. Somebody said, girls like poetry. <laughs> so I used to, oh, it's funny now because it's, it's like somebody said, girls. Get you like, into it. <laughs> you, you I went to the library and stole this, this William Shakespeare book. That same book is right here in my room. So it's Word. And that's what got me into it. And honestly, mm. That's what helped me with wordplay because I used to like always try to say some crazy stuff. Like I'd take a girl name and each letter of her name and write like some like you know make a little poem out of her name and stuff like that. Like oh nice, yeah, real extra. <laughs> but yeah. but at the end of the day, like it helped. <laughs> but, we're laughing because Wu shaking his head. <laughs> nah, I mean, I that was in elementary school. I was just uh, I was ahead of my time. I was creative, man. You know. But uh, at the end of the day, like that's what got me started with with music, honestly, because it's like I, I was able to write poems, like and like Wu said, like in church, like that was the thing I did for like our uh, any almost any event they had me doing a poem. And some of them, I ain't gonna lie to you. Some of us on the fly. <laughs> you know, I can freestyle. <laughs> a lot of them, I just be up there with a blank phone just saying what's on my head. And it's just like the standing right. ovations you get. It's just like, it's crazy. Because it's like, I might be good at this. <laughs> yeah, give me that book, man. I might need that book here, man. <laughs> hey, nah, for real. And it's just crazy because it's like, that's what started me out. Like, like understanding what poetry is. It was just basically explaining poetry. And... Mm-hmm. And and the different forms and how you know like how you can format it and all that and yeah. me reading it when I was young I just like was skimmed through like I didn't actually like actually read it until I got older and I was like oh makes sense because it also yeah, explains me hold that book real quick uh, but it also explains, <laughs> explains William Shakespeare's methods too you know it breaks it down yeah. gives you different experts from uh, from the different. The different stories he wrote and all that. So it was it was it was good. It was a good book. Right. What's interesting about Shakespeare is that he wasn't even popular when he was out. He got right. big later on. So he never right. even saw his plays on the grand stage ever. Exactly. Like, and that's nobody give him his flowers. And honestly, yeah. that's usually what happens. Like, I mean, if you look at it, that's what happened with a lot of rappers. Yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah, crazy it because it's like sometimes 
when a rapper dies, that's when their music goes up twice as much, or any singer artist, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I get offended when some people just be like, "Oh well," when they hear about a rap, it, it, be, it like becomes desensitized in a way. When they hear about a, a hip hop artist gets murdered, they're like, "Oh well." That's what you get for that street life. Like I heard that a few times, and I get so offended by it. Like it bothers me. I'm like you don't know what he was dealing with. You know what he went through. You don't right. know that. Like right, somebody right. on Facebook tried to say Young Dolph was was a gangster. That's why he died. I'm like, yo, you do know Young Dolph earned his money off of being a bartender, not bartender, a, a barber shop. Yeah, he was a barber. So I said bartender. Oh, off of being a barber shop, barber shop right. guy, like. He cut hair. <laughs> I you don't even know that. Like they always dehumanize us because they like, oh, you do is talk about streets, but we're talking about what's going on in the streets. Like you don't and that's, like it. And that's the thing I was say. So I, at one point, I used to stray away from talking about certain subjects just mm-hmm. because, and then I realized like the local anything sometimes don't even have a voice, you know. And it's like if I could tell your story because I heard Kendrick say that too. And he was like, um, like even with his albums, like he give you a perspective. And I forgot what song that was. I think it was "Sing About Me" off that uh, "Good Kid, Mad City." And he was giving mm-hmm. you a perspective of a girl that was like, like that that seen her brother get shot. The, the perspective of a a girl that was, you know, what I'm saying a prostitute. Like it's just different things. And it's like you gotta look at it like that. Like people always look at it the negative, like. Do you do do we even understand the thought process like what goes through the head of those kind of people? Right. You know what I'm saying? And it's like if somebody don't tell us or if somebody don't say it, we're not gonna know. But not even just us, the people that don't live in the hood, the people that don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, like right. I, I like I'm not just gonna say white people because it's not just white people that don't live in the hood, it's black people that don't live in the hood, it's Hispanic people. Like it's the, the people that are not in these neighborhoods, they're not gonna right. know it's good. They really scared to even go through, you know. Yeah, and people all the time. I'm like, I live in Cedar Hill. It's on the outside of Dallas. It's it's in a, it's a suburb, right? But at the same time, I've seen the same amount of things, just like I seen downtown Dallas. Believe it or not, Shit. and that's crazy because there's like like, and that's why I say I said so. If I was to sit here and not speak on certain things, then I'd be robbing the fans, the people, the consumer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Most people say, well, if you're not, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about nothing that I physically do because that's incriminating yourself on a record. <laughs> <laughs> like, but I'm telling you the stories of things that you, like, like it's a drug dealer out there that don't want to be a drug dealer no more. Exactly. You know it's a, it's a, and it's a, it's a girl out there that's, that, 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 that is, you know, doing what she got to do to sell what she got to sell to get some money out there that don't want to do that no more. It's right. all that people. It's like, so why would we rob? Those people that don't have a voice, that song could save somebody's life. Like I, like as you can see, Tupac is on my wall back here. Yeah, Brenda's got a baby is one of my favorite songs to this day. Because Classic, yeah. like, that song right there, like like if you listen to the song and actually listen to the song and actually listen to the song, you gonna mm. like, damn, mm. that's deep. And that was a real story. Like everybody was like, why would you put this kind of song out, Tupac? Like remember he got, I don't know if you know, he got really scrutinized about that song. Yeah. Like on, yeah, and and the thing was, he was like, because it was in the news and nobody cared, right, right. Well, Tupac <laughs> was always that revolutionary, you know. And that's, what I mean? what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. So me knowing that, that's why I put 
Breonna Taylor's uh, killers is still walking. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's why yeah. I talked about the vaccine. That's mm-hmm. why, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, people don't understand until you explain it, but it's like, why do I, I got to explain it, bro? It should just be understood sometimes. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And that's the yeah. same thing. So it's like, people saying Dolph shouldn't talk about, but that's, like you said, that's the, that is the world we live in. Him coming, right. he's and I'm telling you, him being a barber, he done heard about everything. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, yeah. hear about everything. Like just living outside, like you look outside, you see drugs being sold. You see gang violence. You see all of this. So why yeah. not talk about it? Why not let the world aware of it? Because I'm pretty sure Memphis is on the news. But in Dallas, we didn't know what they was doing in Memphis. Right. Because I don't right. have Memphis news out here. <laughs> right. You know, and that's what, and that's exactly what what rappers are. We are, we are people that are, you know, pushing. We're, we're basically like I heard uh, uh, Ice Cube said too, and when when they did a classic NWA uh, interview, he was like, "We just like we're newscasters reporting live from our cities." Seriously, yeah. on these records, that's how we are. We are we're yeah. reporting live from our city. Yeah. Us. Do you feel that? Now, this is where we get into the rabbit hole, because when we talk about capitalism, do you feel that the reason why, do you think the mainstream is pushing that narrative too much with capitalizing on artists that only uh, stay in a genre conversation like that? Um, You know, you got Jimmy Iovine, you got all these big, like, white moguls that own these these, uh, labels that 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 are partnerships with the labels that we fuck with, like Rock Nation and all right. stuff like that. Right. Um, do you think that it, the commodity and the need, because it's supply and demand, so right. is 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 it overshadowing artists that want to talk about more other things, or is it okay? You know what I mean? Like, I can't say that it does overshadow things because we have artists like. J. Cole mm-hmm. and, and they, 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 they try to speak on things. It's like, but you look at it like this. The J. Coles get called boring every day. Like, yeah. I sit out here and hear people say, J. Cole's boring. But I'm like, <laughs> if Drake, if like Drake made a song, if Drake made a song and was talking about social issues, oh, wow. Right. Have we ever had Drake say something about social issues? I, I can't recall. If anybody no. can find anything, let me know. <laughs> that's the thing I'm saying. Like, everybody, like, J. Cole, I know J. Cole has. I've heard it. And the thing is, it's like, but you're going to take that backlash for it. Because at that point, it didn't make me, it didn't make me, I didn't want to bump that in my car. I didn't want to bump that in the club. We can't right. bump that in the club. You know how we, I just feel like it's a time and place for everything. Like, i I I believe, and that's really why my albums are like that, and that's why me and Wood do music the way we do music. It's like there has to be some. I feel like there should be some form of a balance because if not, we aiding the exact thing that we don't want to happen. We are we're like we can't say we want like like what we were talking about earlier justice for all of this. If the main people that we put on these platforms not even like they scared to do it because they feel like it's going to affect their check. And yeah. that's why rappers like Tupac was different because on his platform, no matter where he at, he gonna say it. Right. And I'm like, even if even if you rap what you rap, but in an interview and stuff you mentioned it, it'd be different. Right. But it don't right. even be that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you see it now with people that are like even interviewers that interview a lot of hip hop artists that are now speaking out more, like Charlemagne the God and stuff like right. that. And 
Right. You're seeing you're seeing that. You're seeing the culture knows what's going on, but I people get too distracted by the commodity. You got these kids right. like the island boys just doing whatever just they do. They're not gonna last long. They're not gonna be those artists like J. Cole yeah. that will last long, that will outdo everybody. You know what I mean? You you see the craft when you see the craft, you see the right. fake when you see the fake. Like, <laughs> Cause, Cause that island boy thing felt like it was just a distraction. It was just they just did something, man. <laughs> then yeah. they just, like it just and I want to be real. The distractions and it's not bad. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing for mm. some people. But TikTok, TikTok is the distraction, man. They, <laughs> like really, and I like TikTok because I be getting into it and it's it's a yeah. distraction. Me because you just sit there and watch it, but my thing is with musical artists, like it takes away from you being an artist now. Everybody mm. just wants to go viral, so it's like, mm. oh, just make something for TikTok and then we'll see how it goes. Let me do a little dance with it. Uh, I'm like, for artists that really want to do music, like me, it's like, oh, uh, do I want to just do something for TikTok or do I just like, like, do I conform to what everybody else doing? Nah, I can't mm. do that. I gotta stick to my guns, and it's like, sticking to my guns get me. More anything than like like even this like like at the beginning of this interview you, you you like rap rap music like you like you know what I'm saying yeah yeah I mean, was fire and I'm like that I didn't have none for TikTok on there honestly yeah and I yeah. You know it's like okay it take a little bit of a while but people will hear it, you know so yeah like, yeah yeah TikTok in the beginning a lot of artists did like it but now what you're saying is literally what the last few artists I've spoken to about this, uh, it's it, it's be, it's becoming too much because now you're looking at your algorithm twenty four seven. You're trying to see which video is going to go viral. It's stressful, even with even with Instagram. I don't even go on TikTok. I use Instagram yeah. predominantly for my my yeah. podcast right. and just to you know I don't I can't put the whole podcast on there, but I, I give people links so they can go onto the podcast and listen to it. But even with that, it stresses me out because these new things called rails where you notice that like you get this many views on this one, you get this many views on this one, this one goes right. viral, and then you go two weeks without going viral. You're just like, what? It kind of yeah. bothers you. And it's yep. like, am I carrying to this podcasting craft or am I doing too much with trying to get it to be seen and not letting it just exactly. flow organically? Yeah, man. Exactly. What happened fast don't last. You know, slow right. grind is the best grind. Right. Because you right. finding true people, real people that actually tune in and tap in and, you know, they find something that they correlate with you on so they can always go back with you and piggyback on. Whatever it is that you talk talk about, uh, whatever it is that you're about, and they're going to resonate with that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it basically just shows you that you think you're building a fan base, but you're not really. Your real right. fan base is when you get interaction and engagement, mm-hmm. not even just on a, a a level on social media, but on a level where people are actually reaching out to you. and Like, bro, I really appreciate you making a segment of this or making a song about this. Like, that's, when, that's how you know you're making an impact. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. they are always switching their algorithms, people. So it's not – you can never – you never keep up with them. <laughs> you can never yeah. keep up. And it's a small club, and you're probably not in it. <laughs> um, the, I was talking to Fajr and Ali. Uh, they are a Muslim uh, 
artists. Uh, one's Palestinian, the other one is South Asian. And she made a song about this called I'm Fine you know, to just bring awareness about how it, it affects your mental health, you know, um, especially our kids. Um, our kids are definitely, like, affected by this. They get a dopamines off of just getting a like. They're like, oh, my God, somebody actually noticed me. And, like, that's why I agree with China when they said we got to get them a curfew. They can't fucking be on social media at a certain amount of time. And they're talking about doing that here, too, without trying to say, oh, we agree with China. But it's like the kids are they're going to be on it at like 4 a.m., 3 a.m., all this stuff. And if you don't like that, you have to do something. You know what I mean? Like you got to do something. I didn't have this when I was their age. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm almost 30. So <laughs> it was just coming up. <laughs> we had MySpace. That's it. Shut up, Tom. Tom was the go GOAT, to yo. Computer. Yeah. Tom was the GOAT. No one was really arguing like that on MySpace. You know what I mean? Like, you see anybody argue like the way people argue on Facebook and Twitter and shit like that? Oh, my Twitter, space. bro. <laughs> Twitter is story. annoying. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> but I love Twitter, bro. Wait, what? <laughs> I, said, I said Twitter is annoying, but I love Twitter, bro, because it got so much going on. Yeah. It's like the news for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no- Twitter's crazy. You find out more stuff on Twitter than anything. Yeah. Like, like, like if you want to find out something fast, I don't even go on the internet no more. I just go to Twitter. Yeah. Like, be like, who won the game? Hold on, I'm going to check right. this Twitter like, real quick. Like, whatever, <laughs> like, whenever something major happens, you just, like, go to Twitter. It's Twitter, trending. Bro. It's trending. It's like, why is this trending? <laughs> <laughs> it's trending. Like, everything is, like, whatever, whatever happens, like, major that day, trust me, go to Twitter. It's gonna be trending. All you gotta do, click on it. It's gonna be a million people talking about it. Twitter, bro. <laughs> they no, said. They said. Now nah, you can go. Oh, I was gonna say that uh, the dude that used to be a part of Twitter, uh, Dorsey, he's now making another Twitter where no one's gonna get banned on. Oh my god! It's not gonna be called Twitter though. It's gonna be called something else, but it's the same thing basically. I might have to tap in. <laughs> He's because like, Twitter's so soft now. Like, <laughs> Twitter's so soft. Yeah, yeah, it, it kind of is. I get into arguments over nothing. Like, I'll say something nice about somebody, and they're just like, oh, you're disophobic. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like I said, Twitter's annoying. <laughs> it's annoying, bro. Like, leave me alone. <laughs> it's like, that's where all the haters be, man. <laughs> nah, they said, uh, they said uh, Instagram is for celebrities and Twitter is for the people in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> the egg that motherfuckers. <laughs> that makes sense. My Bridgeport ass. <laughs> Yo, man. Oh, oh, it's fifty. We're we're at the almost the hour mark, so I gotta I gotta wrap this up. Unfortunately, I would love to have y'all to come back on, man, especially. Uh, when I listen to your project, I would love to have, have you back on and talk to you about it. Uh, woo. Right, for sure. <laughs> yes, sir. For sure. Because <laughs> uh, I'm definitely excited. I love connecting with artists all the time and stuff, like just building mm-hmm. this little network community, like talk to people from all over the world, honestly, at this point. And like we literally have the same, no matter what genre, too. 
there's so much we have in common, like as artists from all types of genres. <clears throat> so much that we have in common as artists that we don't realize that we have. Like mm-hmm. we're too busy, like, oh well, that's their music, so right. I'm gonna stay over there and shit like that. We're too tribalistic right now. Right. We need to like mesh more. We need to mesh more, especially black people. We we created half the pop. I mean, majority of the popular music that's in the United States, you know, like yeah. we gave them them sounds, like. <laughs> so this is dope. And then, um, just a little side note: me and Wu yeah. actually, uh, we we formed a group as well. Like, and yeah, so we got underrated. That's of course we got underrated records. That's what we're under. But our group is called Underrated, and uh, we're gonna be dropping a project this year. So. Word. Yeah, so, so we definitely, Fire be. yeah, and it, we already been working on it, so yeah, we <laughs> it's gonna be pretty good. So we definitely uh, would love to come back and and uh, you know probably get you some exclusives one of these times. Let you hear. Oh some. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. That sounds freaking dope. I am down for that. Like, yeah. like you got my email. That's yeah. my main email right there. Like I'm That's down for that. Not me. Yeah. Um, I have a, I, I have a, I'm going to have this out. Actually, this is what I'm supposed to talk about while we're not recording, but I already said it. So I have this out in February. That's a good enough, oh, good amount of time. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, word, word, word. Word. Perfect, perfect. Black people month. Woo. <laughs> people don't know that Irish people have a history month in March. And that's been yeah, like that for years. They why they always say why black people gotta always have something like Native Americans got a history buff, Latinos got a history buff. Yeah, <laughs> so like like I'm not trying to be funny when I say this, but like it's like like with St. Patrick's Day, it's all in the same. It's like, kind of weird. With that's that. what I like, Patrick like, was a colonizer, but all right. Yeah, like, oh but the, you know they be trying to like celebrate with the. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, this is. That's why I was like, like, what, how they work that in there? But cool. Yeah, right. <laughs> cool. However, however, y'all want it. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let y'all go. Um, where can they find you, Woo? And where 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 can they find you, Black? You can find me on Instagram at the Marcus Nelson Jr. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Tyrone. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is Woo W O O. You can find my uh, debut album on all platforms. My name, Woo. My name is Black, of course. Um, and I'm on all platforms, streaming. I mean, on all streaming platforms under Black BLAQ. Um, I got a couple projects. Uh, my, my, my latest one is VWL Volume 2, Black at the Beach. My social media handles for all social media is at Where is Black. So that's. That is it for me, man. Maybe I need to get mine together. <laughs> you yeah. got time. You got time. <laughs> I'll tell you you're gonna that. get a whole nother profile. <laughs> Word. That, I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> Make a profile for anything. <laughs> profile for the cats. Profile for anything. Not All right. So I want to thank you two for coming on, gentlemen, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day down there in Texas. And we signing out. Everybody have a very good day, everyone.
collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. Volume unity. Divine light shining individually. Collectively transforming community. Peace in our human family. As above, so below, feel the pain in my soul, the rep he'll dissolve. Organized, no matter the cost, politicians start wars, they don't fight, they sit the poor. And nothing lasts forever as long as we stay together, give hell to the masses, watch the unity rapture. This is for the kids and the culture, it's one love, one growth, one light, light warriors.